0: Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmy. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmy is a Scorpio. Today is Saturday, July 8th, and this is for July 8th through July 15th. Today, Saturday, the moon entered Aries around 12 p.m. Pacific time, and that's actually it for the exact aspects for the rest of the... Yeah, the rest of the day. Today, we are building towards a Mars-Pluto quincunx. Mars and Pluto kind of know each other. Uh, Pluto is actually considered the higher octave of Mars. So Pluto also has a very Mars intensity about it. So when Mars and Pluto get together, there is going to be some intensity out there. And the quincunx they're going to form, that's when two two planets are five signs apart at the exact same degree. That's called a quincunx. It's a 150-degree separation. It's also called an inconjunct. And that's going to be exact around 6 a.m. on Sunday, July 9th. But we might be feeling that intensity and that tension all day today, Saturday, as it builds. And I mentioned the moon is in Aries. Aries is ruled by Mars. Mm. So there's really a lot of Mars in the air, real restlessness, you know. Um so if you do have to blow off some steam, try to do it in a healthy way. Please no uh physical altercations in a parking lot at a grocery store if you can avoid it. But um you know Mars and Pluto are both at the twenty-ninth degree. So they're both both of these planets are a bit prickly right now. And Mars is in Leo, which might have a lot to say yet before it moves into Virgo on Monday. Mars at the 29th degree is very, uh, you know, Mars at, in Leo at the 29th degree is very self-oriented energy, me first sort of energy. So there's a good chance we'll be a bit reactive today, maybe taking things a bit too personally. Mm. So try to to tame the lion within if you <laughs> need to. Uh, however, this last weekend of Mars and Leo, you know, it's great for parties, for sure. You know, it's great for going to a concert. Mm. If you're a performer, this is great performer energy. If you're an actor or musician, you know, it's great for that. I mean, we uh, our neighbors had a big party last night mm. and I was like, it's the perfect weekend to do it. Mars and Leo, you know, there's gonna be parties. Uh, If you're not a party person, and if you prefer work and accounting, well, you will be doing cartwheels when Mars moves into Virgo on Monday. So that's today, Saturday. Sunday, July 9th, the moon will continue to be in Aries all day, so hopefully we'll be feeling energized and upbeat because of that Aries moon. Uh, Mercury and Neptune will form a nice trine around 5 p.m. on Sunday, And that can make for a nice, dreamy sort of atmosphere, easygoing communications, And interactions because Mercury and Neptune are both in water signs right now and because we're in cancer season which is even more water energy the focus of the communications could be on communicating feelings Mm. or feeling or communicating a deeper connection with someone you know maybe even talking about astrology why not but (laughs) hopefully it's easygoing you know an easygoing tone for you whatever you might be talking about with others or just the thoughts in your head, if you're not talking to anyone, maybe just the thoughts in your head take on a gentler, quieter tone. And, you know, this kind of energy, this... Uh Mercury, Neptune, Trine. I could also see as someone curled up on the couch with a cat in their lap while they're reading a book.
1: Oh, that sounds nice.
0: Yeah. And then later in the day, the moon is going to be cranky again. It's going to form a square to the sun around 7 p.m. And the moon will be conjunct Chiron around 11 p.m. And that could maybe stir up some of the um, energy from the Mars being at 29 degrees Leo. Might be getting us feeling a little bit worked up again. Uh, is Sunday evening so but either way if you can get some rest on Sunday try to tune into that uh, Mercury Neptune shrine because Monday July 10th looks like it's going to be a very very active day Mars will be changing signs on Monday as I mentioned um, it's going to be going into Virgo and I always talk about how the days Mars changes signs you and or people around you could be extra fired up could be a little bit edgy maybe even argumentative or You could also feel incredibly empowered, like Tom Brady firing himself up and his teammates up before a game when Tom Brady still played football. Mm. More on Tom Brady in a bit, actually. But back to Monday, July 10th, Mars will enter Virgo, and it will remain in Virgo until August 27th. Now, Mars entering Virgo, it's great for Earth signs in general. Or if you happen to have Mars in Virgo like Almy does, mm-hmm. this is excellent news for you. Mm. Or Mars in any Earth sign, Mars in Capricorn, Mars in Taurus, you might feel a little boost or potentially a big boost. Mars entering Virgo might not be as great for those of us who have Mars in Pisces, Mars in Gemini, or Mars in Sagittarius. Like me, I have Mars in Sagittarius because um, the mutable signs, which are Pisces, Gemini, and Sagittarius, they either oppose or square with Virgo energy. But, you know, just because this Mars transit of Virgo might be putting some strain or some stress on your personal placement of where your Mars is in your chart... That's not necessarily a bad thing either. You know, you might have to work a little harder, and things might not come quite as easily to you as they will for Elmi, Mm -hmm. since her Mars is in Virgo. But if the Virgo Mars irritates your own Mars, that could actually motivate you to make some changes and to take some action as well to sort of better your life. Yeah. And while Mars is in Virgo, remember that Mars brings intensity. To whatever sign it touches so Mars will bring intensity and excitement to the areas of Virgo and and the things that Virgo is most interested in so that could be themes around work service to others our health our diet Yelp reviews had to sneak that one in there and fixing things you know it's a great time over the next month and a half to get things repaired mended fine-tuned it's a great time to put things in order in your home Organize, arrange, tidy, do the Marie Kondo thing and clear out the things in your home that don't bring you joy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good time for business dealings, you know, dealing with money and finances. It could also be a good time for negotiations. Virgo is a mutable sign. Mm-hmm. It's more flexible and open to change than Leo. Mars and Virgo is also less interested in the bravado that Mars and Leo has the tendency to bring to things now all that can favor better negotiations as we're hopefully starting to take ourselves a little less seriously and removing our egos from the equation a bit and don't let Mars in Virgo fool you into thinking that all it cares about is work details and spreadsheets because Mars in Virgo also appreciates cleverness wit quick thinking humor and puns we are officially in pun season Yeah. Welcome to pun season, everyone. Now that Mars has entered Virgo, it might even be dad joke season, oh, actually. So watch out for the dad jokes. Uh, really, really do it over the next month and a half. Notice if you see an uptick in dad jokes <laughs> and an uptick in puns. I'm not even kidding. But Mars and Virgo is great for writers and for writing. Ooh. You know, Virgo is ruled by Mercury, the planet of communication. So that could help get the words flowing again. It's a great time for critical thinking, you know, great for critics in general. If you are a professional critic, (laughs) Mars and Virgo, it's your time to shine. Uh, But, of course, keep an eye on the self-criticism, too. You know, be nice to yourself. Um, Remember to not sweat the small stuff.
1: And remember, I'm going to repeat that, to be nice to yourself. I know I could use that reminder.
0: Yeah, it's always a friendly reminder, regardless of where Mars is or what the planets Mm -hmm. are doing. You know, just be nice to yourself. So true. Yeah. I'm only like a third of the way of what's going to be happening on Monday. So Monday, July 10th, Mars changes signs. And uh, I'd say do your best to sidestep any drama that day if any drama happens to present itself. Now, also on Monday, Mercury, the planet of communication, will be opposing Pluto. Mercury and Pluto will also be at the 29th degree. And uh, again, that's that critical degree where the planets are at their edgiest. And the opposition that they'll be forming, that's a challenging aspect. And Mercury at the last degree of Cancer might have some things that it wants to get off its chest. Cancer energy sometimes, not always, but sometimes it holds its emotions in and then releases them eventually in a big burst. And there's potential with this being the last day of Mercury and Cancer that when it butts up against Pluto... Someone in your world might have a lot to say. And the opposition could also signal the end of something. Pluto kind of has a tendency to bring the end to things as well. So the moon will uh, be squaring Pluto around the time of this Mercury-Pluto opposition as well. And the moon will also square Mercury around that time too. So the moon, you know, which is our emotions, is going to be in a cranky position on top of this Mercury-Pluto opposition which will be on top of Mars changing signs, and there already being some irritability in the air, plus the moons in Aries, which is um, kind of rambunctious kind of energy as well. Mm-hmm. So let's see how Monday plays out. And, you know, hey, hopefully you won't notice any of this, and you you'll just have a nice, regular, quiet kind of day. But wear a helmet just in case. And then later in the day on Monday, around 5 p.m. Pacific time, the moon will slip into Taurus, and the Taurus moon will form a favorable trine to Mars around 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. And then Mercury will enter Leo around 9 p.m. Pacific time. Mm. All of that is happening Monday, July 10th. There is a lot crammed into Monday, and I don't think Monday will be a boring day at all for any of us so
1: maybe something to look forward to then
0: yeah and as always you know it just depends how you work with this energy while there is potential for power struggles impulsive behavior behavior uh, anger coming on all those fun things there can also be potential for a lot of creativity uh, a surge of energy that empowers you to um, tackle something that's been bugging you for a long time maybe now you have the courage to speak up about it as well so it can work that way as well but Monday, I just see, just um, wow. We'll see how pl- we'll see how it plays out. Um, now Tuesday, July 11th, this is the day that Mercury moves into Leo for most of the world. It moves into Leo in the Pacific time zone uh, late Monday evening, but it'll be Tuesday for most of the world when Mercury enters Leo. And communications can be a bit clunky the day Mercury changes signs, so there could be some challenges around communications again on Tuesday. But overall, Tuesday is looking to be a much, much quieter day as far as the planets are concerned. Now, aside from Mercury changing signs, we only have two other aspects, and they are both lunar aspects, which means they're aspects involving the moon, And they don't last particularly long, maybe a few hours. And both of those aspects are considered to be positive ones. The Moon will form a sextile with Saturn around 5 a.m., encouraging us to stay disciplined, keeping us on track. And then later in the day, around 1 p.m. Pacific, the Moon will form a conjunction with Jupiter, And Jupiter Sagittarius, is ruling planet. So hopefully that will bring some humor along with it, maybe even some silliness. And maybe we can look at life a little less seriously than maybe we did on Monday. Um, But that's about it for Tuesday. So the big event on Tuesday is that Mercury enters Leo until July 28th. So while Mars is becoming more practical and logical with the shift to Virgo, Mercury is getting fired up again now that it's entering Leo we will definitely be talking more with mercury and leo definitely talking about ourselves more but also talking talking up other people you know leo energy doesn't get enough credit for this but leo energy can be really good at giving words of praise words of encouragement to other people as well uh, you know, maybe we'll be speaking more of a place or from a place of confidence too. Anything Leo touches can give us a nice dose of self-esteem, self-confidence. We might be feeling a little bit more courageous in general, mm. ready to promote ourselves a bit, be ready to ask someone out on a date. Maybe we'll be feeling more romantic. You get the idea, but uh, we'll look at the rest of this upcoming week in a bit here. But first, I'd like to transition to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. As I mentioned at the top, Elmy is a Scorpio, and she's been a Scorpio her entire life. And every week, I like to ask Elmy a question to get her Scorpio take on life. Now, Elmy, as a Scorpio i've i've I think I actually heard this from you. you broke this story to me, but and I don't know if it's true, but there are rumors. I mentioned we'd be talking about Tom Brady again. Here we go. Tom Brady is maybe dating uh Kim Kardashian.
1: I think it's time for him to unretire. no, but seriously, so <laughs> the rumor is who knows it's this could really just be an instance of two celebrities being at the same place at the same time, and then the story followed because wouldn't that be fun? but Tom Brady and Kim Kardashian were both present at one of those big summer celebrity parties where everyone wears white. I do not admittedly remember the name of the celebrity who threw the party. I did not know I was going to be quizzed on this today. So really, if this interests you, I would search it up to get more info. I don't think there's a lot of info out there right now. Just the rumor is that they were both at this party and that they, that may have kicked off Some sort of interaction beyond the party that could or could not be defined as dating. I think they are both way too busy for that, but I mean, who knows? Nothing surprises me anymore.
0: Yeah, interesting. Okay, we'll see how that plays out. I did take a look at their charts, of course, and they both have, um, let's see, they both have Mars and mutable signs. Actually, Tom Brady has Mars and Gemini. Kim Kardashian has Mars in Sagittarius, like me. Wow, mm. go figure. So they'll be uh, enjoying a nice Mar- uh, Mars square while Mars is in Virgo, as as I will. Um, interesting.
1: I know Kim Kardashian is a Libra. Can you remind me? Do you know what Tom Brady is?
0: Yeah, Tom Brady's a Leo.
1: That's right.
0: So technically the sun, you know, Libra's sun for King Kardashian, Leo's son for Tom Brady, they get along. Libra and, and Leo get along.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Tom Brady has an Aries moon.
1: Does he have Sag in a big placement? Because he can be very goofy.
0: I, yeah, I'd have to take a closer look at his chart and see which house Sagittarius rules. He doesn't have it, I don't think, in any of his personal planets, mm. but he could have a Sagittarius house with a lot of planets in it, mm. possibly. But he does have an Aries moon. He's very fiery, you know. He's a Leo mm-hmm. with an Aries moon. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's basically Mars at <laughs> twenty nine degrees Leo all the time yes. in life. So he's he's got a, a ton of fire. Kim is um Libra's an air sign, Pisces moon that's water, Mars and Sagittarius that's fire. So she's kind of got a nice blend of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think Kim Kardashian is Sagittarius rising actually. I mean I was mm. I was somewhat surprised that Kim Kardashian has so much Sagittarius. <laughs> yes. in her chart. It's surprising. wild. I mean that could explain why she and Pete Davidson had a connection because she probably appreciates humor. That's right. I don't know. Um anyway thank you for for sharing Almy. Sure. and um, I'll probably check back in with you next week for sure on this <laughs> if we see this relationship take off at yes. all or if there is even a relationship to to talk about we right
1: we'll, we'll stay on this story as it develops
0: yeah all right well that concludes the ask a Scorpio segment of our show we'll take a look at the rest of the week here now Wednesday July 12th the Sun will square Chiron and that means that aspect will bring conscious awareness to the areas of our life where we feel hurt or wounded. Lots of fun. Uh, because it's a square aspect. Any conversations around those topics of your hurts or your wounds, they might not go that great. But know that there could be some tenderness in the air on Wednesday. And try to be gentle with yourself and others. The rest of the day Wednesday, we'll have the Taurus moon forming fleeting aspects with the planets. Most of those aspects will be of the positive, easygoing variety. So hopefully Wednesday has some good flow to it. And because the moon is in Taurus all day Wednesday, there's a good chance we'll be dealing with business matters. And it's also a good day to have a nice meal, overindulge a bit, enjoy nature, just appreciate the finer things in life like Taurus likes to do. Thursday, July 13th, the North Node changes signs. And this is a big deal. The North Node will enter Aries, and the North Node has been in Taurus since January of 2022. We all have a North Node in our birth chart, and that's what we're moving towards in this lifetime. It's our destiny, so to speak. It's what we're here to accomplish. So if by chance you have felt a bit stifled in achieving your goals or advancing in your career of late, this shift of the North Node into Aries could shake things up for you in a good way mm. with the North node moving into Aries it's going to encourage all of us regardless of where our no- North node is it's gonna encourage us to be brave about going after what we want Heck yeah! Aries brings that bold go for it energy to things and if I have to step on a few toes to get there so be it but I've got to do what's right for me so see if you feel that shift later this week and the North node will remain in Aries until January 11th 2025 so you got plenty of time to get fired up and get motivated and if and yeah, the North node by the way moves in the opposite direction the North node has been in Taurus Gemini is technically the sign after Taurus but the North node travels backwards through the zodiac so in this case it's moving from Taurus into Aries And that north node shift might fire us up on Thursday, but the Gemini moon on Thursday will be forming some tricky aspects with Mars and Saturn, which could have us spinning our wheels a bit. The Gemini moon always brings a good amount of chatter along with it, a lot of mental energy, an increase in activity. Our minds could be working overtime, and there's always potential for fun and breaking out of routine when the moon is in Gemini. Mm But on Thursday, at least, we could find ourselves generating a lot of ideas and and wanting to make a lot of plans. But we might not be able to act them out uh, until later next week, maybe around the time of the new moon, which is next Monday, July 17th. That's also my mom's birthday.
1: Happy birthday, Kathy.
0: Yeah. Happy early birthday, mom. Friday, July 14th, the moon will remain in Gemini all day, further encouraging outside the box thinking, socializing, being rebellious, Mm -hmm. and the sun will form a nice sextile to Uranus, which will further encourage innovative thinking, embracing the unknown, and there's also the potential for some unexpected events and surprises. But a lot of air energy on Friday, a lot of Gemini and Aquarian energy, so... Friday is one of those days where your plans could kind of fly out the window a bit, and you might find yourself doing something outside of your regular routine, or maybe find yourself meeting new people or working with people you don't normally work with. Friday's looking like a bit of a wild card, wheel of fortune kind of day, maybe. And then Saturday, July 15th, around 10 a.m. Pacific time, the moon enters Cancer, and we will then be entering the new moon phase, which will be exact. The the new moon will be exact on Monday, July 17th. But the moon could be a bit tired next Saturday and Sunday as we enter the dark of the moon next weekend, and we might find ourselves preferring to stay close to home, especially after the activity that the, the Gemini moon on Thursday and Friday will no doubt bring quick look ahead to the following week. I mentioned the new moon on July 17th. Also happy birthday mom. <laughs> and also next week Saturday, July 22nd, Venus turns retrograde and the sun will enter Leo. We'll be talking about all that much more next week, but in the meantime, thanks as always for listening. We love you and I think Elmy's going to take us out with a couple deep breaths.
1: Let's take some deep breaths. First, let's get into a comfortable position, sitting down or lying down. Whatever feels best for you. And then we're going to start by releasing the tension in our forehead. Unfurrow your brow. Unclench your jaw. And let your shoulders drop. If you would like to close your eyes, you can close them now. Let's take that first slow, deep breath in. And out. In. Out. Last in. And out. Thank you again for listening and thank you for your support. If you would like to follow us on Instagram, we are at somethingaboutastrology, and we also just created a Threads account if you would like to get text updates about the astrology week ahead. In the meanwhile, we hope you have a great weekend, a great week, and we will talk to you again soon.